Welcome to the Maximize Lifestyle Podcast, where we challenge you to make the most of your time, energy, money, and space. Join us as we introduce small changes that make a big impact in your days, weeks, months, and years. This is episode 18 of the Maximize Lifestyle Podcast. Guess who's back? (laughs) Back again. (laughs) I was just going to say, just one little episode without without Jake, and he is back. Jakey's back. On this episode. Tell your friends. (laughs) Okay, so yes, Jake is back. Um, Full force. (laughs) We were very excited to have... Uh, our sister-in-law Kendall on our last episode and um, just thank you so much for your great feedback and uh, we loved having her on and so we're excited to do some more interviews and all of that kind of good stuff and so um, but this week we are talking about something that actually came up in a conversation that Jake had at the office and so I'll let him tell a little bit more about that. Yeah so uh, someone stopped me and uh, said Jake you're a dad, literally. I hope I'm not giving this this conversation away. I want to re- respect the conversation, but Jake, you're a dad. How do you know when you're busy? And uh, or like too busy? Was it just busy like when you're or too yeah when busy? you're too busy? And uh, um, I'm gonna give you. I mean, it was literally it was a really brief conversation, to be honest. And uh, I'll tell. It was probably realistically three minutes. So I'm going to give you the cliff notes of a three minute conversation <laughs> and then we're going to actually <laughs> break it down and, and discuss it a little bit more, maybe expand on what I said and uh, some of that. So, um, my first Jake, how do you know when you're too busy? I said, well, you can't compare your busyness to somebody else's busyness. So as a bystander, not knowing what else is going on in everybody's life, you don't, you don't, I don't know. Like you can't compare my business to your business. So that was like my first thing I told her, or this individual, and um, <laughs> and then just like well, you've narrowed you've narrowed the pool down. Uh, and then um, I really said the second thing I talked about was, uh, but but to answer your question, I think something's going to give in order for you to real something generally has to give in order for you to realize when you're too busy. Cause that was the question. How do you know when you're too busy? Well, something's going to, you're going to uh, lose or something's going to happen. You can't fit it all. Yeah. For so sure. on today's episode, <laughs> we're going to kind of take a, uh, that 30,000 foot converse view conversation and maybe hone it down to uh, four Four ways to look at busyness. Yeah. How do you know when you're too busy? Four ways to look at busyness. Um, and like we always do, some of our points have points inside them. So maybe it's more than four points. But that's really just the the real. That was this is a a fresh conversation. Re- normally we don't record um, super fresh, but this is like literally happened in the last seven days from recording. So like it's a, been a pretty fresh conversation. So that, that's where the heartbeat of uh, today's episode is and kind of what we're going to discuss. So um, I touched on a little bit, but Jess, why don't you jump on what the, the first one you can't compare? Yeah. So that is kind of our first one is, is exactly what Jake just talked about in his brief conversation with this person talked about not comparing busyness. I think we talked about, um, 
social media in one of our early episodes. And I think this is a big one that you can't compare like to other people. One, when you don't know all of the details, mm-hmm. like, so you can't compare busyness and you can't compare business. Like if you don't know, like somebody's that was business. like a mic drop. Yeah. Um, and so it's really not fair to either party to compare mm-hmm. those things. And so, um, you know, it just like everybody has different capacities And so I think that it's just something that you need to kind of keep in mind and, and like, we don't want to constantly like look outside of our circles. It's one thing. I mean, we're saying this as we like kind of give advice on a podcast, like (laughs) seems a tad ironic, but, um, what I'm saying is you don't want to like look at somebody else and say like, oh, wow, this person seems like they like are holding it all together and they like, they're so busy and they have their kids in three different sports at one time and they work full time. And so that's, that's not healthy to be able to compare that because we often don't know all the details. Right. Yeah. Um, so you can't compare busyness. What maybe what even taking a step backwards, um, just to give you guys kind of a a framework uh we jess and i generally don't like to use the word busyness yeah Uh, how you doing we're busy we're busy we're busy everybody says it we we uh actually like to use the term full or like a fullness and i know that sounds maybe semantics or um picky and choosy Mm -hmm. but for us maybe our challenge to y'all is to look through this lens is to use the word fullness because it allows me to, to, I feel connected to what I'm filling my time in life with. Yeah. Meaning how full is my day? Mm -hmm. How full is my day that turns into a week? How full is my month from the weeks and the days? Mm -hmm. Um, Again, on a previous podcast, we talked about me scheduling time with myself or my days just got away and I didn't know what happened. Um, So how full do we want to be? Yeah. And like I said, people have different capacities. So fullness fullness looks different. I also think this is a really big one that goes with seasonal. Um, We have talked about seasonal living um, and I've... I think fullness is one of those things that goes along with seasons because um, I always think about like early on with with kiddos and that kind of early infant stage, you know, we really kind of like pulled back in those seasons. And, you know, for us, it was more like that's that's what we wanted and and that was where we were at. And so I think like reminding yourself that seasonal living, another piece that kind of goes back to comparing. So, you know, we talked about not comparing and now we've talked about fullness and they really do go kind of hand in hand, but um, it's really not fair to compare how full someone's life is that is in a different stage than you right, are. Absolutely. Um, so it's almost, it's relative to the stage you're in. Yes. The uh-huh. busyness yeah. or fullness is mm-hmm. relative. Yeah. And that was kind of our, that's kind to of the point we had. stage yeah. you're in. Yes. Busy is relative like to each person. And so, um, you know, if I, with my now, you know, our youngest is now about 18 months old. And so if I look around, 
at some of our family or friends that have older kids and they're maybe doing some other things and, you know, able to fit a few more things in, you know, to their life. If I say, man, like, how come we can't do that? Or how come this doesn't, you know, it feels so full. Um, you know, why does it feel that way? Well, we're in a totally different stage. So I'm comparing this season of my life with somebody who's maybe two years ahead of me. Right, right. And that's really not fair to either party, um, you know, for me to look at it in that way and say, I should be able to do this. Well, like, again, like <laughs> fullness is like everybody has a different capacity everything is seasonal and we need to make sure that we're not comparing like to different seasons. So, um, yeah, I think a, just a practical, tangible for our stage of life. Again, we can only speak to our stage of life and hopefully what we do and what we say and what we speak to you guys can use as a, like a jumping board to, or a filter for your life. Okay. Jess already alluded to it, but 18 month old. He's generally in bed at seven 30 745 I mean like if we if we're pushing past that all all hail's going to break loose you know what I mean like he's just going to have a meltdown back to capacity in everybody else's if like right now going to bed at 730 is like traditionally not late it's not a late time yeah but we can't we're not going to put one of our other children in something that's going to try to push us past that time because we know it's going to affect our household. So even just from a time perspective, there's a, there's more hours in the day that somebody might naturally get where we don't have that right now in a different stage because we're in a different stage. Mm -hmm. And so it may look like someone else is busier, but again, it's back to their capacity. Yeah. And that's just in the relative relative, stage, all different kinds. So I know that's silly and that's tan, maybe that's a tangible, but like, it it literally is. Hey, we're not going to put somebody in another sport that starts that has practice or games at six thirty because we know it's going to go past something. Mm-hmm. So right yeah, then correct. and there, yeah. that's something that we're not filling our going to fill our our, our, our current yeah. season our life with. Well, and the other thing that kind of like goes back to fullness is that we get to choose. Like, and this is all applicable to the workplace, also. Like. We get to choose what we feel like, you know, within reason, like with your, with your capacity and things like that. But granted, there are some things that you're able to say yes and say no to. And, you know, we just constantly say yes to everything that comes along. Well, not only does it dilute, like uh, it dilutes our life, basically, if we're saying yes to every single Mm -hmm. opportunity, um, but we're now filling like all of our time with something. Um, and that is not really, that's not where we want to live. You know, I don't want to be at, at max capacity all the time. And we've talked about this word margin before and, and having these, this room, you know, this kind of like Mm -hmm. flex room. And I think that that's something that we've kind of taken into consideration with our schedules of saying like, how full do we want to be? So like one of our kind of family rules right now is that our kids are not going to play more than one sport at a time. 
I mean, our kids are young. They're four and six. And I hope that if you're listening that we don't offend you. But, like, we don't feel like our four and six-year-old need to do two things right now. And part of that is for us, too. Right. Our, our, for yeah. them, but that's part of our decision as a parent to say, for us, we feel like that's too full for our family. If If both of our kids play two sports right now, that's too full for us. Right. We know our kids. We know what their capacity is. And those kinds of things. And so when we look at that and we say, you know what, in this season right now, we're gonna be a we're gonna be a one sport per kid family. Right. And that can change again right. and in, we're, in the next season. Yes, and we are different. And we are again by no means speaking into speaking as professionals, um, or into the later stages. We're speaking to our stage mm-hmm. um, and, and, our capacity. and our capacity, but we know that it's going to evolve and we're going to change. And again, like I just go back to the hope is to, to help you guys think through some things to go, Oh, I wonder what, what can flex or what can change in mind. We're not saying, Hey, as you, our kids get older, we're not, we don't, we don't know what school like some things, sometimes you can't, I know Jess alluded to the workplace a little I sh- bit. I said sports. I should say right. activity. Right. Sometimes you can't flex on certain things. Hey, mm-hmm. as kids get older, you have a fifth grade performance on the 23rd of November. Yeah. Like <laughs> there's nothing you can do about that. Some, like I understand there's things and we understand there's some things that are going to come up that we're, but that in that time and that season, we're going to look at it collectively mm-hmm. and figure out how full or how busy we want to well, be. Cause I think there are some things that we can again like in those seasons when we know like hey this season is going to be really full for us then we're probably going to pull back in some others in some other areas and so that's what we did last spring when we had two kids in sports for the first time um you know we looked at some other activities and we said you know what we're probably not going to do these things because um you know we gave our kids a choice and said do you want to do this or do you want to do this and so um, you know, looking at those things and at the season of our family, the ages of our kids, how it affects everyone, it really is kind of this this collective feeling right. of what does this feel like for our family? And we can gauge how full is this based, based. on us, based on our capacity where we like to stay, where we feel like mm-hmm. everybody functions the best and gets the rest that we need. Um, and that's something that we also kind of want to talk about. Um, but I feel like in this, I've been reading this book called essentialism. Jake has already read it. And, um, it is essentially it is, (laughs) it's really so good in the way that it presents that you don't have to say yes to everything. And I feel like we've, kind of come out of that season mm-hmm. in the last, you know, maybe four-ish years of, of feeling like you can't say no to some stuff. And so if if this is something, he really kind of dives into the workplace and some other really good topics it's, of, it's, of choosing what is would, essential. Would you say the synopsis is filling or choosing the best mm-hmm. over... Er, it's kind of like quality over quantity. Yeah, I mean, it's you're like choosing it's, some really good things instead of some great a ton of things. And yeah, I, th- uh, I think yeah. I already said I already used the phrase that you dilute. Yeah, and that's basically what he talks about in the book is that you're taking all of your potential, all of your time, all of your resources, um, you know, everything, and when you're spreading it across every opportunity 
that comes your way, you're diluting all of these different right. things. And I think that kind of make kind of gives a good little transition into you mentioned. Right. I think the biggest give. I think the biggest thing to or that can be and sometimes the bummer I should say is when you know when you're too busy is sometimes it can be too late. Yes. Um but I said but what I said was something normally gives. Mm-hmm. And um I think what I m- meant by that is something's going to suffer. Yeah. I mean you I think in the, in this day and age uh looking at work sometimes when we're busy with work or really full with work or like our focus is on work your family or relationships can take that hit. Mm-hmm. Um or I think if I mean we kind of wrote a list of hey here's the here's the top probably seven things that or five things I don't even know what the list is that uh that generally give in the, we can probably all think of them uh family relationships uh health mm-hmm. um productivity and uh in that in go, ahead, go speak. Ahead. no I was gonna say I think the a big a big one is rest right right yes that's mm-hmm. what I was bringing back yeah. to the top what we generally do is we don't pause yeah mm-hmm. um, whether that be physical sleep mm-hmm. uh or literally i this this was me and it's, i still have a bad habit in the office of like oh i have a meeting from nine to ten okay cool yeah i can book a, a, a 10 to 11 mm-hmm. there's physically zero rest there yeah i know that's mm-hmm. so silly but taking a step back I, that was too full for me mm-hmm. there's literally no give there yeah if I go over one minute, I'm already late. Like yes. I'm just thinking mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. So, or given, um, you know, you don't even, I, I do a lot of, a, a ton of what I do is calendaring mm-hmm. and for my boss. And I always try to build in like a 15 minute transition between what I would call back to back meetings to at least be like, Hey, you know what? You have a, you have a second to kind of download, but also like, you have a minute to like go to the bathroom, to go get a drink of water, to like, you know, go grab a snack, Mm -hmm. like whatever you need to do so that it's not this constant, you know, in 15 minutes is really not a ton of time, but it at least gives you a a smidge of a breather in between to kind of give you a second to, to recoup. And so I think in the workplace, we have this really finite well, I mean, we do. We all have a finite amount of time, and we all get the same amount. And that's why I always say time is the ultimate equalizer, because everybody gets the same. Uh, and, you know, ultimately, rest is usually the thing I feel like that probably, like, gets eaten away mm-hmm. at first. Because Well, you stay up later, you get up earlier, even just, there's a lot, like... You, you basically are just, like, taking what this really finite resource and and you're you know trying to like stretch it out to fit as many possible things in your in your day and that's the very first thing to get cut because the more you add like you said right. the later you the later you're staying up or the earlier you're getting up and sometimes it's both staying right. up late and getting up early so your rest has really like it, it it's gotten like shafted on on both ends of it and that you know, that really stinks because rest is really affects all of those other things. It can affect our productivity. Um, and, and not just the quantity. We all, we already talked about quantity and quality, but when we talk about productivity, whether it's in the workplace or at home, when we're not re- well rested, we are not producing quality work mm-hmm. 
doesn't matter. Work work can be whatever you want to fill in the blank. Right, right. But like, are we producing quality work as a result of quality rest? Right. I think um, this makes sense in my mind, so I hope this makes sense. <laughs> Jess is always worried when I say stuff like that. Um, but generally, the things that suffer are never the things you want to suffer. Mm-hmm. Like, hear me out for a second. Oh, I'm busy, busy, busy. They're going with bad habits. Like that, yeah. that, that generally, like that generally doesn't like I'm filling my life in X, Y, Z happens. No, gen, no, really that's, pro- they probably somehow stir them mm-hmm. or, or at least walk you or, or, um, or like, uh, like walking down a road that maybe you'll mm-hmm. allow you'll break down one. Like, if if that was the way things worked, hey, let's fill these things to avoid some of the bad things I do or some of the, the things I don't want to do, like that'd be make life 10 times easier. It's generally they even press into that. I mean, hey, if you're so busy, you're not f- focused on what you're eating, there goes your health. I mean, I, I don't know if that makes any sense, but like in my mind, I'm just going, when you get too busy and something's going to suffer, it rarely is, oh, my addictions or my this or my that. It's, oh, no, it's there are good things in life, gen- yeah. generally. Is, is that what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It ends up, you know, it potentially can just end up causing more more things, like, in the long run because you're compensating somewhere. Right, right. Like, and you're having to, you know, potentially cut corners and do some things differently. And it is, like you said, usually those things that are, life-giving and the things that like sustain us and fulfill us and those are the things that usually end up suffering and so i hope that's not like a um like we're like wah wah have a great (laughs) right 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 (laughs) Um, it was for sure i mean i think this conversation was real this uh i don't you might even i hadn't have i didn't have a ton of dad jokes uh (laughs) because I, i think this is something that can hit us all the word fine is like we call it the Christian F word. Yes. I think sometimes busy can clear can be the we same call thing. It the Christian B word. <laughs> I guess I've never called that before. Oh, we're so busy. So and I'm like, busy, yeah. And I'm not downplaying. Again, we're not downplaying full seasons of life. Yeah. We've had we've had our share in um, 13 years of marriage, but six almost seven years of children. Get it? We're gonna have more, and they're gonna expound in all the things. But um, I just feel like, hey, if you can use the term full or look at it through a different lens, some of the things you can control yeah. and some of the things you can't control are hopefully positively affected by the things you can control. Yeah. I think I said that right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I think that is kind of a, a great little way to wrap up. Um, Just to kind of recap real quick, just to remember... You know, we don't want to compare our busyness, and part of that is because busyness is relative um, to everybody's season, to their capacity. Um, Think about using the word full, uh, because what it does is it, I feel like it, fullness empowers you Mm. to... Is a you get to choose. You have a choice. Yes. Like, busyness feels very... Like we're, I don't want to use the word victim, but like it happens to us. Busyness feels like it happens to us. Um, I literally was just going to recap this and then I kind of had this I know, thought, preach sister, right? Yeah. Fullness gives you a choice. Mm-hmm. I choose 
how full my life is. And I think that's really kind of the underlying reason that we like that term is because it empowers me to know I am choosing. Well, literally John 10, 10, like if we're just going straight yeah. biblical scripture here, <laughs> the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. And I've come to give you life and life yeah. for the fullest. Like it's literally, we like uh-huh. we're talking more about choosing, but it's also faith based in scripture. Like Jesus is here to yeah. give you a full life. Yeah. And so what, kind of, what, what things are in that full, full life? Yeah. Like, so just remembering that you have, that you have that choice. And I think that that's what the word full does for us is it reminds us like, what does that fullness look like? And what are the things that we're choosing? Because it is in, it, it's our choice of all those things mm-hmm. that we're putting into our schedule that make our life full. Um, and then just remember, you know, some, something's going to give, um, you get to choose again, the things that are going to give, and that is okay to choose it within seasons. Um, you know, to be able to say, okay, what does this look like? Maybe if I take on this project for, you know, the next four months, what does that look like in our season? It is okay to say yes to things, but just remember that there usually is going to be a trade off. And so it's okay to choose and say yes to things and to opportunities. Um, but what does it look like long-term and what are the things that you're going to end up trading? Um, you know, are you taking something off your plate in order to put something new on? So just some things to keep in mind. And, um, you know, that we'll link in the show notes to that book, essentialism. I'm not completely finished with it yet, but I read it. Would, yep. would you recommend yep. it? Yeah. I, I yeah. Feel like I would yeah. recommend it so far. Yep. I'm about halfway through, yeah. maybe a little more. So we'll link that in the show notes. Um, as always, we just so appreciate the shares and the comments. Uh, I know um, on the last episode, Kendall got a lot of comments, which is super cool. Hopefully yeah. it's encouraging to her. We do appreciate her and love her and thank her for being uh, our first guest. Um, but as always, share, comment, um, and uh, text us and call us. We appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Yeah.